You're listening to episode 325 of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name's Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Wayne. But tonight, we have a special guest in the studio. From the Netherlands, Fred Petrie, a.k.a. Fred from the Netherlands. Fred, we've uh, just spent the last few hours together. It's really great that you're here. uh, You know, you mentioned an honor to be on Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. It's an honor for us to have you here. Yeah, no doubt. And it's really an honor to even be here in your own studio, Dave. Uh, very, very exciting. So, yeah, and you know, if you've been listening to Sci-Fi TV Rewatch for any amount of time, well, let's see, six, seven years ago, you know, Wayne and I typically recorded together in the studio. But then, as life got more complicated, <laughs> we, you know, did what most podcasts do and record via Skype. So it's, you know, nice to be together. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great to be back in the studio. I miss, you really haven't done much with the place in in the intervening years, though, Dave. I gotta say, but uh, I guess we did one over the summer in here. I sold a base. You sold a base, yeah, okay? So right. what, what's cool. left of it is sitting up on the top oh. there. <laughs> did they not want the handle? Uh, I I wanted to keep the neck. Oh, okay. So I just sold the body and the other. Uh, all right. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to take a break from the BBC's Jonathan Strange and Mister Norell, much to Fred's chagrin, because he did his homework on the flight over. Well, he did some of his homework. Did some of his homework. Yeah, <laughs> I thought two teachers. I I will get a punishment if I didn't do my homework. You, you, so. ha- you haven't got your marks yet, Fred. So okay. Don't, don't, yeah. That's right. We're going to put an episode grade here. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so, you know, we're not going to talk about a specific episode tonight, but we are going to talk about a lot of things. And, you know, before we get started, I do have a little bit of news. And, and you know, guys, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. November 1st marks the debut of Apple TV Plus, which is Apple's foray into the streaming arena. And it looks like everybody is getting into the streaming business these days. And we might as well just send our wallets or credit cards <laughs> to these companies. And, and uh, it's getting expensive, but it's almost like I should just like have like almost like a bank account with Apple where they just I can like I can pay people through Apple and everything. And I can just give Apple money right away. Yeah. If, and, there, if there's ever such a thing. Well, as and just with all the streaming services, but four ninety nine a month after a seven day free trial. And then like my wife and I were talking about uh, getting that seven day free trial to watch the one show that so far we, we know we want to see on Apple TV plus, but the other show though, that is a lot more exciting is a show called For All Mankind, which is an alternate history in which the space race never ended. And this is Ronald D. Moore of Battlestar Galactica, Outlander. It's going to star Joel Kinnaman, who you might know from Altered Carbon. I also know him from The Killing. So I'm a little bit excited. I guess I'll have to watch it all in that seven-day free trial because I'm (laughs) not kicking up any more money. Right. Well, you got to save your money for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, in our tip of the week, what we're watching, uh, Fred, well, what are you watching right now? Aside from Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. I'm watching uh, Frankie Drake Mysteries, another Canadian series. Uh, my whole story is actually, and some of you already know that, that I didn't watch a lot of television series uh, before 2014, and then my wife gave me a DVD box of Orphan Black, and then everything started. 
followed Tatiana Maslany, got into other series like The Listener and then picked up other actors like Chris Holden-Reed or um, uh, Lauren Lee Smith and then followed them again. Lauren Lee Smith is in Frankie Drake Mysteries and it's actually a kind of Murdoch Mysteries, but then with just female leads. And actually I'm watching that because of the actors and it's it's... It's it's nice, but it, just for fun. And now, is that something you watch with your wife? No, I'm not watching that with my wife. I'm not watching. No, I won't say anything with my wife. But we watched The Crown together, and I try to keep up to keep her up watching Stumptown, which I just started. Um, Maria Hill. Yeah, Maria Hill, uh, Kobe Smulders, of course, a Dutch name and a Dutch background, although her mother is English, I think, but her father is Dutch. Um, we got to episode four. Uh, I don't know if my wife will keep going on, but mm. we, I try. Okay. Well, the crown's coming back mid-November, right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And in our house, sometimes I start a new st- series and then discover that my wife already watched it. Well, I remember when I mentioned on the podcast that my wife and I watched that show, Rita, and I think you mentioned that, oh, my wife watched that as well. Yeah. You never watched it, though. No. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Anything else watching? Um, Yes, old stuff, and then uh, um, Agent Carter. So in between all the sci-fi TV rewatch, I want to watch and have to watch with the podcast of you together with Mike, and the same is true for Shield, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield in between, and Daredevil. Oh wow! Yeah. And there I listen to another podcast. Uh, I watch Daredevil after I watch Deadpool. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm not going to say anything. But I'm, I'm <laughs> trying, and that's a big, big project. Uh, if you look on the internet, you will find the ideal follow or, or order of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. how you should watch that. Right. And I'm really trying to follow that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wayne, what about you? Let's see. Well, I mean, you know, Watchmen. First of all, started uh, two weeks ago, and that so far is a very intriguing uh, show. Yeah, you know, when I was like about probably maybe fifteen years old, um, I was at a comic book store down in Harbor Place in Baltimore, and I was looking for uh, Batman: The Dark Knight. And I remember the guy said, oh, "We don't have that one, but here, take buy this one." He's like, trust me. He said, you like The Dark Knight? Buy this one. And he handed me Watchmen. And I went home and probably read that whole graphic novel in about a day and a half, probably. Mm-hmm. So um, so I was really looking forward to the, the series. I loved the movie that was made back in, like, what, 2003, I think? Yeah, that? I think that's about right. It's a while ago. And, of course, the, the current series takes place in the future where the events of the graphic novel – um, happened, but they happened almost 30 years ago. I guess over 30 years ago? Um, yeah, because yeah. 86 and yep. it's like 2019, right? And uh, and it's a 
you know, I just in in tone, it's really not a departure from it. But as far as like, if you are, you know, we're hoping to see uh, all your the characters from the Watchmen uh, graphic novel in this. Uh, you're really not, though. You will see one of them. Jeremy Irons plays Ozymandias or Adrian Veidt, who is now an old, very strange person. <laughs> Two thousand nine, by the way, is the movie. Two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Awesome. Um, and I think I told you that I was uh, also going back to rewatch season one of Jack Ryan on Amazon because season two is coming out now. And that show is super cool and awesome. So, All right. Cool. Hear, well, hearing you saying uh, The Dark Knight, Batman, I forgot one. I started watching Batwoman, but I already gave feedback on the first episode in one of the previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm following that, and I like it. Yeah. Now, do you do most of your watching alone, or is your wife or your sons in the room when you're watching? Or No, that's all alone. Okay. On your in, la- laptop? It, or On my laptop or in bed yeah. with, a, with a very nice uh, a tablet with, yeah. with high resolution. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, like Wayne, I'm watching... Watchmen, and I haven't seen episode two that just aired last night. We're recording on Monday, which is our regular recording date of late. Um, so I haven't seen the second episode yet, but I, I really do like it. it it's it's got a, a really interesting look to it. I think it's it's one of those shows that, from a a social political standpoint, it's going to take some people some time to i think get past the really disturbing opening scene and i'm not going to get into it now because watchman is one of those shows that wayne and i are considering doing on the podcast maybe even sooner rather than later but uh, i think it's certainly something that that you need to get past if that's bothering you which uh, hopefully it won't um, well, it, it should bother. It's going to bother you. It's, yeah, it's, right. It's supposed to bother. It, it shouldn't you. prevent you from watching the series. Exactly right. Don't don't right. give up on it because uh, the beginning is is dis- very disturbing. Yes, yes. Right. But it wasn't Watchmen a, a movie? It uh-huh. was a movie. Right. And now Based- now they make a series. Yes, it's on yeah. HBO. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the movie took place in 1980. Well, it was made in 2009, but the action takes place in alternate world. 1986. Um, so now the TV series is that same world, that same alternate reality where everything that happened in the movie happened, but now it's 2019, I think. Right, right. right. It's like 30 um, years So later. it's the same world, but 34. 30 years, 30 yeah. some years yeah. after the events of the, the movie took place or the graphic novel. So. Right. Now the other show, and I've been trying to sell Wayne on it, and it's another show that we're considering for the podcast it's a YouTube series. I didn't even know YouTube was producing original content, but they are. It's a series called Impulse. Season two just dropped, and season one is free for everybody. Season two, they drop the whole season at once if you are a subscriber, but if you're not a subscriber, they give you each episode one week at a time. So every Wednesday, they release another episode this Wednesday, they'll release episode three of season two. So uh, it's really a great series. And uh, as I was telling you guys, um, I'm also watching The Spanish Princess, which is uh, something that Pop Wayne's 
looking at me like, what the hell? Which is a show that my wife and I are watching together. It is pretty good. It's Catherine of Aragon. Before she marries Henry VIII, she she marries his brother, King uh, Arthur. Arthur, well, right. King Arthur. Well, technically he was. Uh, well, no, well, no, he, no, he never Arthur. became right, king. Right, right, right. But, uh, he died. Right, he married. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, read a history um, book. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so uh, as I said, we're not going to talk about a specific episode. But Fred and I, and, and and you know Wayne and Fred and the three of us have have communicated through the years, mostly via Facebook messages, which <laughs> is not the greatest way to communicate, um, <laughs> unless it's you know just something quick. But Fred is in the states for a convention but not a convention this time related to his profession as a geneticist although you were telling us in, in the past you've been able to combine yeah the two so before we get into some of the specifics how many times have you been to the u.s whoa um eight times i think oh no. wow no so previously mainly just for my work okay so, so international genetic conferences okay how many conventions uh sci-fi genre conventions have you been to uh this was actually the second i went to urpapalooza last year because oh, okay. this was very much attached to my gen- genetic conference in, in san diego okay and now I also could do that, but it was not so attached. There were too many days in between. So I decided to go uh, just for the fan convention and on my way home visiting Maryland. Okay. Yeah, and I guess I misunderstood. Well, I didn't misunderstand. I, I made this up in my head when you told me about visiting Mark Decote, who does Solo Talk Media, which is a podcast I'm sure a lot of you guys listen to already. And I know you visited Mark. For some reason, I had it in my head that that convention was in Canada, which apparently it was not. No, that was not a convention. I actually had a genetic convention the year before. That was 2016. I had a genetic convention. American Society of Human Genetic Conventions, they are mainly in America, but sometimes in Canada. So one of these uh, conventions was in Vancouver. And then on my way back home, I spent three days in Toronto, wandering around Toronto, just visiting Orphan Black, which is my soul series, visiting Orphan Black uh, uh, filming sites. And then the year after, I was so frustrated that I couldn't visit all the sites I wanted. So I spent my holiday just nine days in Toronto, in the evenings, looking where I wanted to go next day, and visiting all kinds of Orphan Black filming sites. And uh, one day I spent visiting uh, Mark the Coat in his studio, like today. Mm-hmm. But now here in uh, Maryland. Um, so that was not a convention at all. Oh, okay. That's now, favorite fully- show of all time, Orphan Black? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quality show. You watched it. Yeah, yeah. Orphan yeah. Black's awesome. Um, no doubt. I just saw that time in Toronto. I don't, did, you, did you go to the NHL Hall of Fame? No, I didn't. I actually got complaints <laughs> by my wife because she said, what, did, what kind of... Uh, uh, highlights did you visit in Toronto, uh, touristic sites, whatever? I said, nothing. <laughs> Very interesting about this is that you visit, for instance, industrial areas, quarters where you perhaps shouldn't come as a regular tourist, 
And uh, because you are going to locate these sites where they filmed and you travel through the city to that spot, you are not the regular tourist. And the nice thing about this is that you see this city as it really is. So that was quite an experience. Okay. So this time you were in St. Louis for Urpalooza. Urpapalooza. Urpapalooza, right. <laughs> I don't have my... Pup- yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so this was your second Winona Earp yeah. fan convention. Yeah, um, So take us through some of the things you experienced at the, at the convention this time. And some of the people you met, because I think a lot of the listeners will know some of those names as well. Well, actually, there was a very, very big uh, cast was there. Um, so always uh, Emily Andrus, uh, the showrunner, is is there. Uh, Melanie Scrofano, who plays Winona, is there. Um, Dominique uh, Provost uh, Chalkley, who plays uh, Waverly. Kat Burrell. It was a big, big surprise. Tim Rosen, he wouldn't come, and he was there as a surprise on the second day. Nobody knew, so the 600 uh, participants, that's that's about it. They keep mm-hmm. it small, and yeah. the thing is, if you compare it, for instance, to San Diego Comic-Con, it's about many, many series. This is just about this one series. And then um, one actor who plays uh, the mother, mother herb, uh, Megan, uh, was not able to come. And then they invited uh, Anna Silk, who we all know from uh, Lost Girl. And, uh, but she was only in one episode, but she was also there. Was that Megan Follows? Yeah. yeah. Do you know Megan Follows? I don't know. Anne of Green Gable? You never watched it? Your kids no. didn't watch? No. God, you're a terrible parent. Uh, I kid. I, I like, Isn't that like a book or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Megan last year, and I think she is, apart from being an actor, a very wise woman as a, as a human. If, she, if you hear her reflecting on the things that are happening in this, also in this community, mm-hmm. uh, LBTQ community partly, and having a vision on life and the world, uh, yeah, high standard uh, mm-hmm. brain. Wow, and 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 nice. I was looking at the schedule for that convention, and like you said, San Diego Comic Con. It's it. There are five panels at the same time, every hour on the hour, and of course, this is just one show. So, what were some of the panels you went to? Well, you have a panel, of course, with the whole cast, and you have panels. Uh, there is a, a les- lesbian uh, relationship in uh, in Winona or between uh, Waverly and Nicole, so that they take their names together, and Nicole is called uh, Nicole Hot. So, way hot session mm-hmm. you have, and just those two are being interviewed. Um, it all plays in purgatory. And uh, you have the men of purgatory panel and you have the women of purgatory panel. Mm-hmm. Kevin Batchelder did a live podcast there. And then there are autograph sessions and photo op sessions. Right. And Fred posted uh, a photo of himself with Anna Silk yeah. on the Facebook group. You saw it, right? I did. Yeah. Very impressed. Yeah. The, was that the only one you wanted to get? No, I got another one. I will probably post it. A lot of the time I wear a vest, a vest 
Um, so just a regular shirt and then a, and then a vest. <laughs> um, and I have a, a pocket watch. So I had an idea. And, and these photo ops, they are done. And I really want to make a compliment uh, about Wolf Studios, who do this professionally perfectly. You just go in, you tell the actors, and they are actors. So mm. they do it very, very nicely. Uh, and, and in 10, 15 seconds, you're out again and you have a perfect photo and you walk out and you get this photo and you also can get a digital uh, copy of it. And it's, it's very nice. So I had the idea. Um, I watched uh, Melanie Scrafano very deep in her eyes. And at the same time, I asked uh, Dominique to steal my pocket watch. And uh, that, that made a nice picture as well. Oh, all right. Um, cool. I, I've, I've mentioned several times on the podcast, I'm... So into Van Helsing, and and it's just such a great show. And you know, in in a lot of ways, the characters are similar to the characters in Winona Earp and, and a lot of their backstories. But yeah, maybe that. What would you want to? I think I would go to a Doctor Who convention oh, if I was going to pick good. one. Yeah, yeah. Give me an excuse to pull the trigger and finally buy that jacket that Peter Capaldi wore with the. Uh, the red lining and the blue outside. Like Gallifrey this. One. Isn't that the big Doctor Who um, convention once a year? I want to say it's in L.A. Because the, the podcast I listen to, those three Canadian guys, uh-huh. uh, they always go down there and they, they have a panel and they do a live broadcast from, from the show. Uh, yeah, that, w- that would be pretty cool, I, yeah. I must say. And, and there, you know, again, with a show like Winona Earp, which is only got three seasons under its belt and maybe 10 episodes a season, 13 maybe. You know, there's not a wealth of stuff there as opposed to Doctor Who that's got New Who. like 60 years, yeah. And and now New Who, we're in our 11th season, so I'm not sure how new it is anymore. (laughs) 26 of the classics, so there's just so much out there for uh, for Who, yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things, once I knew you were going to be here, Fred, I think we take for granted that so much of television is United States centric. And and I was wondering, well, what's television like in the Netherlands? I mean, you, you, this is probably a stupid question. Um, You know, here we basically have either cable where they're, you know, actually running a cable uh, fiber optics, which is essentially a, faster cable and then satellite like direct tv so do you have all the same in the netherlands well we have yeah we have uh, holland one two and three so that are regular like public stations yeah public stations actually uh and they have all kinds of shows and things like that so and, and news BBC, and bbc yeah something like that okay. and uh, yeah you have a talk show and then you have a, a series and then you have uh, a show or um things like that and then you have some more somewhat more commercial uh the same actually and then you have netflix as the main provider mm-hmm. of yeah. uh paid television so for instance like you're mentioning holland one holland two which i, I get the idea is probably like bbc one bbc yeah. two nederland one and nederland two and okay three. um you know way back when i was a kid i was into shortwave radio and my shortwave radio is still on the top of my bookcase and i can remember the thing was you would listen to the show and then you would send them the details that proved you heard their broadcast and they would send you what was called a qsl card 
and I can remember Radio Nederland, and I've, I've still got it somewhere around here. <laughs> but the the Holland One, Holland Two, do they have American shows on there, or are they European produced series, or both? Both. Okay. Both German, Dutch, a lot of American, British, and we have everything subtitled. So that's the difference. For instance, if you go to France or to Germany. Uh, everything is dubbed and in the Netherlands we have that's that's why a part of the Dutch people have an American accent because they watch American <laughs> series with subtitles okay. so my, my question is have you seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet? No, not yet Okay, because no. there's a part where he ends up in, in the Netherlands Okay, so you gotta check it out, I'm, I'm gonna hear your feedback on it Okay, then. did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I guess that's not big news. People often land up, uh, especially in Amsterdam, of course. The, the, there's a couple, like, not making fun of Dutch people, but he, like, he wakes up in a in a jail uh, with three, I guess they're, they're supposed to be football hooligans with orange okay. faces paint and everything. And, uh, but they're really nice. Like, oh, you guys are really nice. And he's like, oh, everyone speaks English here. You know, and they, where, do you know actually where that orange comes from? Uh, William of Orange, I guess, the House of Orange. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Good. Ah. Point, point for you, Wade. <laughs> All right. Um, now, do the American shows air at the same time in America? So, for instance, you know, if, we're, if, we're, if you're... Netflix is mostly a day behind. So, if Netflix is, uh, is uh, broadcasting it here, we get it a day later. And that sometimes gives me a problem in giving feedback because uh, sometimes I'm giving feedback for people who are as i call speedy guys so then uh, the episode is uh, broadcasted here and they have their podcast out uh, the next morning and yeah then you don't have any possibility to give pe- feedback other than about the episode of last week mm-hmm. right and you know that's uh, i guess an issue with all podcasts that solicit feedback you know, when I was doing TV talk way back when, which was a, a podcast network that lasted a little over a year. And the idea there was the podcast, which was 20 minutes in length, would be in your feed by 4 a.m. the morning after the show aired. But there was a talk back app that the listeners could have. And I'm not sure exactly how it worked. But, you know, again, I, I guess, and that's one of the nice things with the format of sci-fi TV rewatch is that it does give, you know, listeners at this point, it's just Fred. That's I'm so happy with you guys that it's just once a week and Um, I can prepare. Yeah. So um, again, probably a stupid question, but are your shows inundated with commercials the way ours are here? Nope. No, no commercials or nope. So between, between uh, episodes the, between now between let's say if it's just on Holland one or two the, the commercials are between separate programs so you get an, an episode of a series then you get your commercial and you feel obligated to sit there and watch the commercial um, <laughs> no. no I have to admit I don't watch a lot of regular television actually uh-huh Mostly only the news. And that is a thing I do watch with my wife. Okay. The news? The news. 
yeah. the eight o'clock news. That's becoming increasingly difficult for me. I can't but, watch news in America. No. Yeah. Um, I read the newspaper every day, but I can't watch television news. Yeah. Well, it's not so much watching the news, it's, it's watching it with my wife. Well, uh, in, right. in my case, it's the other way around. I can't find the, ta- the time to read the paper, so I have to watch the news. The other thing I wanted to bring up is the idea of podcasts, because you know, obviously you've been giving feedback to uh, our podcast for quite a while. You gave feedback, if I recall correctly, to the Continuum podcast, um, Liberate. No, maybe I'm no, wrong. I listened that. to it, you listened but to it okay. may. Um, you know, and I, know, I think it started with Travelers. Okay, and I know you know you give feedback to uh, Mark DeCote's podcast with Solo Talk Media, the Star Trek podcast with Ruthie and Brian, and Steve, and, and Steve, Steve and Sean of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch, Sci-Fi Talk, but or Fan Goal okay. Zone. But but these are all U.S. English speaking podcasts. I mean, are there not? Dutch podcasts out there or German or um, good question I don't know I mean actually I mean, German I think yes uh, I knew of a German orphan black podcast okay. but uh, I just listened to half an episode and that was it but that existed yes now was that because it wasn't good or because your German is your third language well or? I can understand German perfectly my wife is German uh, so that's not a problem no yeah well I'm just a little bit a uh, little <laughs> bit uh, over the ocean oriented are there Dutch podcasts or you you know I, I, mean, I probably okay now how do you get your podcasts um, you know I'm still old school I use iTunes to get my podcasts yeah, me too mm-hmm. okay I go to their own site sometimes because it's not on iTunes yet mm-hmm. but because I want to download them all in the same way then later I go to iTunes and get them probably because I archive them all uh, on my hard disk and the way I listen is not directly, it's always downloaded, put on my phone, get on my cycle to work and then listen to it. Okay. So so you're using iTunes yeah. Netherlands, I guess, right? Uh, uh, yes. Can you, yes. right, because I, I guess I, I've gone on there and looked Way back when, again, when we first started the podcast, and I'd, I'd see how many comments we had in the U.S. store, and somebody said, well, you should look in the Great Britain store and the Canadian store and all that. So um, I don't know if I can actually download stuff from there, but um, I guess we are worldwide, so you can... We're international celebrities, you, you man. Can get us, <laughs> right, you can get us anywhere. Um, yeah, and most podcasts have their own websites where you can get it. Right. What else you want to talk about, guys? The poll. No. The famous poll. Oh, the, oh, poll. the poll. Okay, so I, I was going to ask if he, <laughs> Sorry, if he was able to Sorry, guys. Any, I was, was going to ask if he was able to bring any weed over with him, but uh, yeah, we can talk about the, the poll instead. From, from the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> So, Magicians Season 2 was on top. Yes, it was. Um, and, and, and again, I think we said in the podcast either last week or the week before, You know, we, we tried to go through some of the shows that Fred put in the poll. I don't know if anybody else. I, I know yeah, you gave yeah. the opportunity for other people to Michael, add. Shows. Michael Jacobs added one, oh, and, okay. and some people added one. Right. And so we tried to go through the ones, and to, to be honest, ones that, that we would consider doing and ones that probably wouldn't. Yeah. Well, actually, you extensively discussed it. 
already. Yeah. Right. So the Magician season two is is I really like the Magicians. Yeah. Are you completely caught up? Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm still working my way through season four. Unfortunately, it's not on Netflix yet. Right. It's so, not going to be for a while. So you, yeah. Well, you have to bite the ball. I, well, I got that, it from Amazon. Well, I've still got um, I've got access to the screeners. Ah, so you know, I can still watch them. Of course, it's got the NBC Universal watermark going across right. the bottom, but I'm used to that now. So, so I have been watching them, and I don't know. There's something about season four. I know we were talking about this before. Something about season four that I'm, I'm having a hard time getting into it. But that doesn't mean we can't do season two. Yeah, and, and uh, again. I think one of the beauties, and we were talking about this at dinner, one of the beauties of going back and rewatching a show is that you see all of the things that are connected, but doing a podcast, you don't want to spoil for somebody that hasn't seen the later season mm-hmm. yet. So uh, I think that was the marvelous thing of doing season one again of Dark after season two. And I think your idea was much better than mine, the, doing uh, the begin at least the beginning of season two as well, and save that after season three is uh, is out. Yeah, and and we will definitely revisit that. And it led me to th- I wonder if there are any good German Dark podcasts. I mean. You almost think there, yes, there I must think, be. I think there, there must are. be. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You just one. don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're, we're right, <laughs> which is fine. That, that that's fine as well. All right. So, what other show from the from the uh, poll you want to lobby for? Well, you know that one. I'm not going to talk about Hamlet Grove. Yeah. But you can expect that when I get my next year's Patreon treat. I'm going to ask for Hamlet Grove, season one, episode three. And if we keep going on like this for the next 10 years, at the end, you will have done the first season we'll of, of Hamlet Grove. Well, an episode a year, we'll get, we'll get through it. Yeah. You're listening to episodes 1,211. And this Hemlock is Hamlet Grove, Grove season, season one, one, episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's the show with uh, Eliza Dushku? That the, the True Calling. True, true calling. calling. And again, that's a show that that does intrigue me. And as I've said many times, I love Eliza Dushku. Uh, I still am a little worried that it doesn't seem to be available. I'm not even sure if it's on Amazon. It must be on Amazon. It's got to be on Amazon. It's not, yeah. Everything's on Amazon. Yeah. But um, if you can pay for it, it's on Amazon. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> and everybody says, "Whoa." Get, why don't you have Amazon Prime? You'll, you'll make your money in shipping. And as as much stuff as we order online, I can't remember the last time we ordered from Amazon. That's, that is just insane to me. I just can't. Well, I mean, it's all this other stuff. But. Well, I like Eliza Dusko as well. And I was a little amazed that it's got quite a high place in the poll. Mm-hmm. So some other people like it as well. Yeah, so... We discussed uh, during dinner another topic, and that's about getting in your feedback for a podcast. And I know I, I discussed this with Kevin Batchelder at uh, Urpapalooza as well. Uh, it's You get no idea when people are giving feedback and not, and why some shows have a lot of feedback and others don't. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm actually quite amazed that the could. And that's not because I'm sitting here, but a good quality 
podcast as yours doesn't get more feedback yeah well, I appreciate you saying that now. I wonder if they can hear the train. Yeah. yeah. Have we ever had the train in the background? I don't think so. I don't think so either. We were talking about... Is that the train from like Route yeah. 30? Yeah. You know, with some of Fred's feedback, we'll hear the church bells yeah, near this house. Yeah, it's Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. Um, but, yeah. Um, There's like one train line in all of Carroll County. <laughs> it's like... It's- Right, we, we've heard it today. That's crazy. Well, yeah, you go right down Reese, and you cross. You have to cross the tracks, and then you go yeah. up Bethel. Yeah. So, um, well, you know the thing about feedback that I I wonder, and and you know Wayne and I have talked about it, and you know we're as you said we were talking a little bit about it at dinner. You know we have like most podcasts have the speak pipe option on their website. Now, granted, that only gives you ninety seconds of audio feedback but of course you could do it multiple times but you you just wonder whether it's maybe just too intimidating for some people to do written feedback uh, you know is quite but, a i mean especially in the time of facebook and twitter people can easily write some some lines and you can use that as right. well and, and some podcasts take their facebook posts and read them on the yeah. air and we've resisted doing that um yeah i i guess i i want to leave facebook as facebook and the podcast as podcast and um you know we may change down the road but but the other thing that that i've thought about and wayne and i've talked a little bit about it is the length of podcast and as fairly avid podcast listeners as, as i know you are as well for me if it's over an hour, I'm probably not listening to the whole podcast. So we've started to like, you know, an hour and 15 minutes is something that we almost don't want to go beyond. I mean, if we had so much feedback and maybe we'd change our mind because we don't want to necessarily shorten the analysis aspect just to fit in feedback. You know, right now we don't have to worry about that because we've found that hour five hour 15 minute sweet spot i think that's a good time that's true and and some podcasters limit limit their feedback uh very clearly yeah so some podcasts say three minutes max uh if you send in three minutes 10 minutes 10 seconds i won't use it strict as that yeah that's harsh yeah <laughs> they do they do and some have five minutes so that it depends on how much you get. I mean, if you get two, three people, it's okay. Yeah, like Mark the Coates podcast about Killjoys now last season. Yeah, he gets five, six, seven people, some short, some a little longer. And that doesn't make his podcast much longer than that hour. So, and again, we were talking about you know, back in the Lost Girl days on the podcast, and I put this up so you could see that. With uh, <laughs> Yeah, I see it. Mike, I see. Michael brought me that back from... Uh, Toronto, Vancouver. I, I it was probably Vancouver. I'm I, sure it was Vancouver. I, I, I think. But we look at the at a picture of the Lost Girl cast with all kinds of uh, autographs yes. on it. Um, I don't even remember why he was out there, but the the history related podcasts that I'm listening to now, uh, you know, and and, and again, you, you know, Wayne tipped me off to. Uh, Mike Duncan's History of Rome several years ago, and and I've worked my way through his Revolutions podcast, and now I'm the history of Byzantium. Say it for me, Byzantium. Byzantium. God, 
Um, and, and all of those are in the 25 to 35 minute range, mm-hmm. which is perfect. But again, those are solo podcasts. Those are not multiple hosts. They're not using feedback. And uh, I don't, maybe it's that I have a short attention span. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, well, that would fit. My cycle tour to work is 30 minutes. So. Well, you know, and, and there have been studies done, and that's the average person's commute. And, and I guess in this day and age, that's a lot of people listen to their podcasts on their way to work. And yeah. on the Yeah, but on the other hand, if I have to cycle for half an hour to, to work, and for instance, my, I forget my phone or I don't have my podcast with me i'm cycling home and i'm thinking when i'm when am i home this journey is long when do i get home so i need actually my podcast to get home in no time so having something like yours of 45 minutes or an hour then on the way to work i do part one Mm -hmm. and i'm very much looking to my cycle tour back home Mm -hmm. just because i want to listen to the rest good so. All, right. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and leave it there? Obviously, it's been great seeing you here. It's been great having a chance to talk to you about some of these things that I always wondered about. Because, again, we, we get into that little bubble that we yeah. think everything's like TV in the U.S. And, right. and, of course, it's not. It's really encouraging that they're commercials or between shows know, of course that's what a novel idea of course here right? they don't like the fact that we have dvrs and can fast forward through the commercials yeah. anyway I, i've got ads on youtube now right i know you've had them i think it's because i connected my youtube to my uh, roku so i could watch impulse on my big screen uh-huh. rather than my laptop and suddenly i've ads you oh, can well. probably just get YouTube on your television, man. Not, not that. They, well, I do, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, you gotta get it. Through, yeah, right, right, I get right. it through the Roku box. But I gotcha. I guess they know me. Every freaking ad I see is for Guitar Center. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, I already have a Strat. Yeah, I don't need another one. Yeah. Go away. All right. Well, anyway, listen. That's going to do it for this episode of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. Want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, Fred, for joining us. Love to hear what you think about. Jonathan Strange, Mr. Norrell, if you still have some thoughts about Dark, anything else going on in genre TV, encourage you to join the Facebook group, share your thoughts with the Sci-Fi TV Rewatch community, send us some feedback. If you're already a member of the Facebook group, spread the word, bring people in. As always, emails go to sci-fi TV rewatch at gmail.com, voicemails, you can use the speak pipe tab, which you can get through the website. Record your own audio clip the way Fred does each week and send it as an attachment. And we'll be back next week to talk about Season 1, Episode 4 of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. But until then... Thank you for your hospitality, not only today here in your studio, but also for every episode of your podcast. Greet, Fred from the Netherlands. <laughs>